Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Before we go any further, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stay up to date with all that's happening in the Tan and J-Man Show nation, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tan and J-Man Show. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, so stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. It is March Madness. doesn't feel like March Madness outside. It is miserably it's freezing. Out. It's sleeting. It's miserable. Last week at this exact same time, I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Today, I'm wearing a sock cap. It's awful. I, I will say, though, if it's like 50, you're in shorts. The moment it hits 47 is the moment <laughs> I decide to retire all pants. Shorts only. Unfortunately, today I am wearing sweatpants. Well, that's, because, yeah, uh, it was, you would have been a real warrior today if you were wearing shorts today. Yeah, I wore shorts for a majority of the day. But, uh, for work? Yeah. When I came here, I uh, put on the sweatpants, but we're glad you can join us to uh, preview the NCAA tournament. We actually get an NCAA tournament preview show. It feels great. It feels um, awesome. Even looking at these brackets here that we have not filled out yet, just blank brackets. I could just stare at this thing for a long time, and looks beautiful. Yeah. It's last year's we never even saw. Yeah, this was our first episode last year where we had nothing to talk about. We just kind of had to uh, Yeah, it's crazy, isn't cram it? some stuff in. in the yeah. year. It's, it's pretty cool, though. We can look back and say, we got through a year of episodes Insane. every week. Insane. Every single never week. Never took a break. An hour every single week, yeah. too. Which never we, took a uh, break. We uh, thought we'd really struggle with. There's a lot of lists and uh, other Stuff that didn't even yeah. have to do with sports. No. We just kind of had to throw just stuff kept together. plugging along. Yeah. But we do it for the nation. That's right. <laughs> the Tan and J-Man Show Nation. Got some birdie bogey for me? Oh, you know I do. Always. Here's uh, Tanner having way too much confidence in me. Here's the kiss of death. I think you got a good chance to get this <laughs> oh, right. Oh, boy. Rick Patino, Good old Slick Rick. Good old Ricky. He's in. Slick Rick, yes. He is in the tournament with Iona. He has become the third coach, third coach to take you know. five programs to the NCAA tournament. Who are the other two? <laughs> I saw this the other day, but I don't remember who the coaches are. So. I don't believe you. I really don't. I promise. Uh, Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblegnomellc.com. Uh, they put a Pretty cool, uh, pretty cool bracket up of uh, vegetables today on uh, the face space. I'm gonna pull that up real quick. We're gonna choose our favorite vegetables. They are, however, excited to introduce the Farm Card program. Uh, save money when you purchase one of their farm cards to use as credit towards sales at our booth at the farmers market. Sweet corn stands, um, flowers, a little secret we've been keeping, more details to come. That's what they say. Or other future a la carte sales. We have some pretty exciting product lines rolling out. You can save money, great for setting a budget, the perfect gift. Um, and they have three amounts available. 240 equals 250 farm value. $475 equals $500 farm value. 700 equals 750 farm value. Visit their, uh, their link that they put out on Facebook uh, to purchase your farm card and you'll be set for summer. You want to go through and uh, choose our favorite uh, vegetables? Yeah, what do we got? <laughs> um, let's see. I got to look them up because I don't know what the... Uh, Picture stand for 
Favorite vegetables. Top four. We'll head to the next round. We got bell peppers, beets, carrots, cucumber, eggplant, sweet corn, tomatoes, zucchini. Um, we both love sweet corn. Yes. Yep. I love tomatoes. Or sweet corn, first one. Send in. This. I don't know what the second one would have been on there for me. Carrots. Carrots would have been number two for me. Yeah, tomato's number two for me. Uh, tomato man, tomato and sweet corn, pretty much toss-up. Uh, but we voted for sweet corn because we both like that. Yep. Um, Good stuff, man. Yeah. Gotta love. Get your veggies. Almost forgot to do that. You want to just start off talking NCAA tournament here a little bit? Let's get right into it. Well, let's talk about the Big Ten tournament a little bit oh, first. Yeah, I mean, about I that. Kind of want to give you. How the, did I forget about the Big Ten tournament? Thought I'd give you about ten, ten minutes just to, just to rant a little bit. I don't know if I'll be doing any ranting. I might uh, take my shirt off and run around the room. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> For me, LA, all the viewers, um, please don't. Big Ten tournament did not disappoint. We had some uh, really good games. Yes. Um, Ohio State was in a great game every single night, and they played four of them. I take back what I said. I've been I've been dogging them a lot lately. They had lost four consecutive games coming into the tournament. They shut me up because yeah. they uh, played hard. They played a lot better when they got down 17 than when they got up 17. Yep. Got, a, got a, I don't know how many points they were up against Minnesota. Like 15 with seven minutes left. Minnesota comes back, makes it a one-point game. Uh, got up 18 at half against Purdue. Purdue comes storming back, forces overtime. Got up. They're up 13 against Michigan. Next thing you know, Michigan has the ball down one and the shot clock off. Um, and then on Sunday against uh, my fight in Illini, they got down 17 this time, fought all the way back, even took the lead, and then went to overtime. So, yeah, we've been crapping on Ohio State for a little while, and they just kind of shut us both up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Friday against Purdue, Kyle Young's going nuts. Has tied his career high with 18 points. Then he got hit in the head and got another concussion. He's had concussion problems. He's really had injury problems his whole career. Um, so he didn't play Saturday or yesterday. I don't know what his status is for the NCAA yeah, tournament. Yeah, I'm not sure. He has concussion. But they played pretty well without him anyways. But, um, yeah, uh, you were right. I mean, you predicted Illinois to win it, and I did not. I thought I thought I would get him, and then they weren't even – yeah. I mean, it was close at times, but Illinois really had control pretty much. Um. Illinois is just locked in right now. They are locked in. They've won 13 of their last 14 games. Uh, They've won six straight. They've won six games over the past two weeks, all against quad one teams. All quad one games they've played, and they've won every single one of them. They're starting to blow teams out, too, which I didn't think they'd blow out. I mean, Rutgers, they win by 22. Um, Iowa made it close late than it really was because Illinois was in control pretty much the whole game. Uh, Then yesterday, of course, Ohio State came back. But it just showed they have some stones to – uh, blow a 17-point lead, even be losing at one point to still find a way to win that game uh, with Io DeSumo not shooting the ball very well. Uh, but, yeah, they're playing really, really good basketball right now. I, I said this yesterday to my dad. I was talking to him on the phone. And I said, man, if you're like a casual NCAA tournament-only basketball fan, which is, there's a lot of them out there, Illinois is a fun team to watch just because they play a fun style of basketball. They get out in transition. They run. They're leading the Big Ten in dunks this year. Uh, they have the most clutch player in college basketball in Iowa DeSumo. They have probably the most physically imposing big man in college basketball in uh, Kofi Coburn, who leads the nation in dunks this year with 72. They have an incredibly entertaining freshman point guard in Andre, Andre Curbelo. They score a ton of points, set a Big Ten record for a Big Ten championship game in points yesterday with 91, uh, and they're playing really good basketball. Now, does that mean they're 
Not going to be prone to upset early? Absolutely not. I could see him losing round to 32 to Loyola, Chicago, or even Georgia Tech. Uh, but they're just they're so locked in right now um, as a team. I don't know if you heard what Wally Zerbiak said yesterday. But I saw I you tweet about really... it. It didn't surprise me, though, because Wally Zerbiak does not like the Big Ten. Never has. <sighs> Which, I don't understand that. It's got to go back to high schools. The only thing I can think of, you know, he went to Miami, Miami Ohio. Ohio right? Maybe he just... He's mad that he didn't get Big Ten offers. I don't know. He said he thinks Illinois will be the first number one seed to lose because he thinks there could be chemistry issues because Io DeSumo takes the final shot of the game. He's the most clutch player in college basketball. If anyone else takes that final shot, I'm going to be upset besides Io DeSumo. He said there, there, uh, he thinks there's chemistry issues behind <laughs> the scene. There's pictures of them. I'll show you a picture right now, Tanner. This was yesterday. Okay, I'm going to try to hold it up. You should have shared it with me. I could have put it on the screen. I should have done that. All right. <laughs> um, somebody's at the free throw line. All five guys have their arms around each other. There's no chemistry issues. They're so in sync. I think Wally's just a stupid person. <laughs> uh, he's not a very good um, analyst. So they're locked in, playing great basketball. Yesterday was arguably the best Big Ten championship game ever. It was only the second game in which uh, the final score was um, one possession or less. Or there's no such thing as less than one possession. But um, there was a game that ended. I don't. I think it was Iowa when they won. They won by two. Yeah, they won over Indiana. No one. Um, I don't, I don't know if that was Indi. Um, yeah, I think it was. Um, and then Illinois wins by three. Those are the only two games in which it's uh, been three points or less. So it was just a great high-level basketball game yesterday. Both teams just punching back. And uh, luckily, after all the crap Illinois endured uh, with the Big Ten and the Michigan situation, um, Illinois went out and proved they were the rightful Big Ten crown and won the uh, Big Ten tournament. It's nice to hang a banner. You say they're going to get a banner so no nice matter what happens. Banner. At least yep. they get one. So that's nice. So, um, yeah, we still got the COVID concerns for the tournament. Right. Uh, it's going to be scary I, every day. I am far more concerned about COVID than I am Drexel or really any other team in the Well, like NCAA we were talking, tournament. if Drexel would happen to get COVID, then Louisville replaces them. Which is insanely just a terrible idea on the NCAA's part. Yeah. I, I don't know what else they do, though. You can't redo the whole thing. And You can't, but at the same time, I wish they'd like go with, I think, Drexel's in, I don't know what, they're in CAA, the CAA conference. Yeah. I wish they'd choose like the runner-up or something, just have them on standby. Yeah, there's that no easy decision sense. there. No. It's, you're going to make somebody mad. That'd be wrong, though, if Louisville's playing in that 16-1 game. Really, outside of the 12, like 12 seed should be like the highest they could possibly go. Right now, the two, I mean, and hopefully these two teams are fine. Virginia and Kansas are the two with worries, and those, that's a three and four seed. Yeah. And, and they're in the same Louisville's bracket. body too. work definitely didn't deserve a three or four seed. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I don't know why they put them in the same bracket. I can't figure that one out. The NCAA made a few kind of head-scratching decisions with their bracket. Um, I saw a lot of people ripping on Oklahoma State getting a four. Yeah. thought they should have been a three at the very least. Um, yeah, just a few others that make no sense. Uh, I saw people mad at LSU getting an eight instead of like a six or something like that. But it happens every single year. We don't. They have these guidelines of how they choose teams, but we really don't know what their actual thought process is. And I wish there was a little more transparency. Mm -hmm. So, just want to go through it and pick. Yep. We'll start with the West region. I was gonna go with the first four games. That works too. 
these two first four games, all the first four games, all four are going to be played down at Assembly Hall in Bloomington. Uh, nope, I take the back. Two of them are going to be played in Assembly Hall, two of them in Mackey. All four are going to be played on Thursday. That's where I was trying to go, go with that one. The two at Assembly Hall, Norfolk State and Appalachian State. Give me App State. Me too. <laughs> Just for the fun of it. Mount St. Mary's, Texas Southern. Texas Southern. I'll go Mount St. Mary's just to be different. The two at Mac Arena, Wichita State and Drake. Man, Wichita State had a real bad loss to Cincinnati in their conference tourney. Give me Wichita. I'm taking Wichita State as well. I've seen them play a little bit. I have not seen Drake. Michigan State and UCLA. Michigan State going to a venue. They've lost five straight games in. I know it doesn't really doesn't mean anything, but they are playing UCLA and Johnny Wood and statues outside the arena. <laughs> Give me Michigan State. There's jerseys inside the arena, but I'm taking Sparty as well. I think they are the better team out of those two. So, so in the uh, West region, we got number one overall seed Gonzaga, looking to become the first number one overall seed to win the national championship in eight years against, uh, we both had Appalachian State. Gonzaga by 36. <laughs> At least. Um, I have the Bulldogs as well. Good 8-9 matchup, Oklahoma and Missouri. Oklahoma can't stand Missouri. Uh, Missouri really faltered at the end of the year. They did. Well, I am taking the Tigers. So Missouri, old Big 12 matchup there. Um, and I got some notes here, some stats. Uh, we already picked a 116 game. But, of course, there's only been one one or 16 seed over one, one seed out 2018, uh, UMBC over Virginia. When it comes to 8-9, eight to eight, the 9s have the overall advantage 72-68. to 68. Wow, that's a toss-up. I mean, it is. That's, that's as 50-50 as you can get. I remember Illinois was a 9 a few years ago, and they just blew UNLV out. Gosh, that was 10 years ago now. So I am taking the Tigers there. Tough game to predict here. Number five, Creighton against the uh, 12th seeded UCSB. UC Santa Barbara. Yep. They're, they're um, a scary little team. Creighton dealing with issues with their head coach. Who knows if they're really all together right now. They just got absolutely waxed by Georgetown in the Big East Championship game. Uh, give me Creighton. 64% of the five seeds win over the mm. 12th seed all time. I'm thinking the Blue Jays, but in a close one. Yes. Another team that's hard to predict because we're just not sure right now. Four seed Virginia against number thirteen seeded Ohio. The four thirteen matchup. Seventy nine percent of the four seeds win, but the games are usually pretty close. Yeah, um, Ohio took Illinois to the brink early in the year. I remember that. Uh, little point guard Jason Preston had I think thirty one. I uh, just think Virginia's defense is going to be way too tough, and Virginia wins something like fifty seven fifty or something like that. I think Virginia wins that as well. Um, even with, you know, the protocols. I mean, they're not going to get into Indianapolis, I believe, till potentially Friday, and they play Saturday. I was going to say. So yeah. that's going to be that's gonna be cutting it pretty close there, but I think they'll be okay. Uh, Six-seed USC, and we have them playing 11-seeded Wichita State. In the first 25 years, 69% of the six-seeds beat the 11-seed. In the last 10, only 47.5%. Wow. That's insane. Good stat. Good poll there, T-Dog. Thank you. Uh, give me USC. There's stud big guy, Evan Mobley, who's a projected like top three pick mm-hmm. right now. I think he'll be too much for either team. I agree. 
I like USC. They're, I have not watched a lot of Pac-12 basketball. I don't watch any Pac-12 basketball. I did watch a little USC, though, this year, and I like the way they play. Number three seed, Kansas, against 14 seed, Eastern Washington. I do know one of Kansas' players that averaged 12 points per game is not going to make the trip for the round one game. Um, 85% of three seeds beat 14 seeds. Shouldn't matter against Eastern Washington, uh, so give me Kansas. But who knows if they'll even be able to practice this week's the thing. Yeah, I know Virginia can't practice till Thursday. Mm. So I'm sure Kansas is probably in the same boat. Right. But I'm, I'm taking Kansas as well. We're kind of all chalk right now. This is a tough one. Seven seed at Oregon, 10 seed VCU. 60.7% of the seven seeds beat the 10 seeds. I watched a little bit of VCU yesterday. They're just their typical VCU team, tough defensively, really athletic. Uh, but give me Oregon. Um, Oregon seems to find a way in the NCAA tournament, it seems like. I'm agreeing with you. I'm taking Oregon. I hate that we're agreeing so much, but... I didn't pick too many upsets in this uh, region, the West region. No. And then you got two-seed Iowa Hawkeyes against 15-seed Grand Canyon. Bryce Drew. Bryce Drew, yes. First-year head coach out there. Uh, makes an appearance, taking over for Dan Marley. Uh, only eight times have we seen a two-seed upset by the 15-seed. Former Illini assistant Jamal Walker, who was an assistant up until uh, last year, um, is an assistant at Grand Canyon under Bryce Drew. Jamal Walker... Uh, committed a recruiting violation for Illinois back in 2014, and he has to serve a one-game NCAA tournament suspension, and it comes in 2021. Seven years later. Mm-hmm. Seems like there be, should be a statute of limitations on something like that. Uh, but give me Iowa. Pretty yeah, handily. Yeah, I think Iowa wins easily. Let's move down to the East region. Number one seed, Michigan. We got them playing 16 seed, Texas Southern. Who knows if Isaiah Livers will be back at all this season. Um, Doesn't sound like it shouldn't matter against either of these 16 seeds. So give me Michigan in a pretty uh, large one. Eight seed at LSU, Louisiana State Tigers almost won the SEC tournament, lost a close one to Alabama against a very scary mid-major St. Yeah. Bonaventure team. St. Bonaventure, Logan Sport grad Jalen Attaway is one of their best players. Um, averaged 12 points and six rebounds a game uh, this year. Had a really big dunk yesterday in the time I was watching them. Um, give me LSU by two. I think it'll be a great basketball game. Finally going with an upset. Give me the Bonnies. I like it. Give me the Bonnies. I know that's a popular one for a lot of people out mm. there, but I got to pull a few here and there. Uh, the 5-12 game, you got the Colorado from the Pac-12. They're runners-up in the Pac-12 tournament against Georgetown Hoyas, who are yeah. not going to make the tournament. Patrick Ewing got those guys hot. Finally in, got a championship. In his own home, in, in the arena he built. Not really, but <laughs> even the, Square Garden. Even though no one recognized him as he walked in, a six foot ten guy Do you know who in. I am? <laughs> uh, give me Colorado, though. I think uh, Georgetown's obviously hot, and they won their uh, conference tourney, but I think Colorado with McKinley Wright, who's one of the best point guards in college basketball will be too much for him. I'm going with the Hoyas. I'm going with the hot hand. It's because I like Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Do you actually like Patrick yeah, Ewing? Yeah, I don't mind him. I shouldn't as a Pacer fan, but I don't mind him. It's more Larry Johnson and Starks and mm. Spreewell. <laughs> Van Gundy. Uh, Four-seeded Florida State, they have always been my Achilles heel in these brackets. I always put them going way further than they do against 13-seeded UNC uh, It seems like every year you can pencil Florida State in before the season as a four seed. It seems like they're a four seed every single year. Uh, Give me Florida State. Super athletic, great defensively. Um, Yeah. They were also a runner-up in their conference tournament, the ACC tournament, to Georgia Georgia Tech. Mm -hmm. Um, Six-seeded Brigham Young University against, we have, 11-seeded Michigan State. Give me Michigan State. Um, BYU obviously always can shoot the ball. 
Um, Matt Harms, obviously, for BYU now. Michigan State knows him pretty well, which I think they'll use that to their advantage. Uh, give me Michigan State. Matty Harms hits the game winner. <laughs> give me Brigham Young. From, from how far far out? Like 40 feet? Just poles from... A 15-foot jumper. Hair flipping all. Izzo pouting could, on the sideline. Could you imagine how insufferable Harms would be if he hit a buzzer beater? Watch oh. out. <laughs> Where's that game at? They haven't... Huh? Well, obviously Michigan State plays at... Mackey. Mackey. I'll check real quick. Yeah, oh, that would be tremendous if they gave that Mackey. Is that Mackey? That would be hilarious. While you're looking that up, number three-seeded Texas gets 14-seeded... Um, Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian. Yeah, I could not Give me read Texas, that. large. I saw one person pick Abilene Christian in this Really? Game. They do force more turnovers than anybody in the nation. Texas is turnover-prone at times. But Shaka Smart's a good coach. He saved his job this year. I think Texas gets that one done. Wouldn't be surprised if it's close, though. A uh, real good matchup here. Seven-seeded Connecticut, ten-seeded Maryland. It's that Hinkle. Okay, darn. Give me Maryland. Uh, UConn has one of the best players in college, at least best scorers in college basketball, and James Booknight uh, averaged over 20 a game. I think that's how you pronounce his name. But uh, give me Maryland. I like the way they played against Michigan State. Uh, got up early against Michigan and obviously lost that one on Friday. Um, but I just – something about Maryland, I think they get this one done. Going, I'm going UConn. Uh, I like Hurley. I think – even though I think his brother's a good coach, I think he's probably the better mm-hmm. of the two. Um, but I could see that being a coin flip. That's going to be a good game. Maryland's got good guards. Um, but I like the way UConn was playing, playing towards, the late, towards the end of the season. Then we got uh, the 215 Alabama against Slick Rick Patino and the Iona Gales. <laughs> Somehow Patino gets in the tournament. It's insane. Um, they were a nine seed in their conference tourney. They didn't play too many games. No. Uh, give me Alabama. Big. Yep. Moving on to the South Regent. Uh, Baylor, number two overall seed, playing Hartford. Baylor by 100. Baylor by quite a bit. North Carolina playing Big Ten team, Wisconsin. Awful, awful draw for Wisconsin. I was surprised they were an eight, uh, nine. I was not. I they were going to be seated a little better than that. Mm-hmm. This is a bad me- miss. This is a bad matchup for them, athletic-wise. I got Tar Heels. Wisconsin imploded down the stretch, barely won any games. The only games they really won were against teams Penn State, Northwestern, everyone else they lost to. Um, give me North Carolina. I just – this Wisconsin team's not very good. I don't think they'll be good next year, even though everyone can really come back. I'd be surprised if a lot of those guys come back, though. Yeah, especially a guy like Trice, who's been there seven years. He probably just wants to move on with his life eventually. Um, I, I could see a guy like Davison being back or Reavers, but um, Wisconsin's not good. Give me Carolina. Uh, Villanova and Winthrop. Interesting matchup here. Villanova playing without their best player, Colin Gillespie. They haven't been the same since. Uh, MCL. They got beat by Georgetown. Um, I believe it was Georgetown. Yeah, they choked the, it against uh, um, Georgetown, and then they got whooped by somebody else a week ago. Yeah, um, Creighton. Did yeah. Creighton get them? Yeah. Um, give me Winthrop. Winthrop's only lost one game this year. Uh, they're kind of a sexy 12-5 uh, pick uh, to win that game. Uh, give me Winthrop. I would say this is the one – 
that's getting picked the most for the 12-5 upset, but I'm agreeing. I'm going with, with it, Winthrop as well. And when we talked about this before the show, when everyone's picking the 12 to win, it's usually the exact opposite, and Nova will come out and win by, like, 25. But we have anybody making any comments on Facebook? By chance? Um, I've done a really bad job at uh, checking that. I, I just was curious. Um, 413, Purdue in North Texas. Um, Purdue played really well in the second half against yeah. um, Ohio State. Um Game at Purdue large. They won't be able to guard Travion. North Texas struggles on defense, except they played really good defense the week of the conference USA tournament. I watched a little of their game against Western Kentucky the other night. Um, North Texas shoots a lot of threes. Purdue allows their opponents to shoot more threes than any other team in the tournament. Um, so that could really bite them if somebody's hitting. But I think Purdue's size is too much for North Texas. I think Purdue wins pretty easily. Jaden Ivey has been a terrible three-point shooter this year until it matters. <laughs> He's knocking in threes. It's insane. Until it gets Ohio State. Yeah, then Ohio he's, State. He's hitting yeah. threes, yeah. So... Uh, I, think, I think he's up for the moment. I think he's one that could shine for Purdue. I agree. Texas Tech and Utah State. Texas Tech was is the defending runner-up, I guess you can call him. Sure. Um, Utah State's really good. They got in as an at-large. Who would have thought that? Uh, give me Texas Tech, though. I just think Texas Tech's defense will be too much for the Aggies. Been there, done that. Chris Beard and company survive. Yep. Move on. Arkansas and Colgate. Colgate averages more points per game than anybody in the tournament, 86 points. And Arkansas scores a ton of points as well. First one to 97 wins. Give me Arkansas. I have Arkansas as well. They're going to have to have some pace with them to beat Colgate, yes. though. That was too easy. Too easy of a joke. It's kind of there on, uh, didn't, on T. Didn't even get it until right now. <laughs> Florida and uh, Virginia Tech. Uh, give me Virginia Tech. Uh, haven't watched Florida at all this year. I was surprised to see they were a seven. Um, but uh, just because Chester Frazier's on that Virginia Tech sideline, I'm taking the, taking the Hokies. I'm going to Gators in this one. This is another one that's really tough. I think it could go either way. Um, I always kind of like Florida. So. You always kind of have. I don't know why. love Noah. Joakim Noah. I was never a big Noah never guy. Never mind. <laughs> Al Horford. That, that team was good for two years, but yeah, Noah got in the pros. I didn't like him at all. Yeah. But Ohio State and Oral Roberts. Give me Ohio State. Pretty yeah. big. Oral Roberts could keep it close, though. Who knows if Kyle Young's going to play. They always get in about a 14 um, or 15 seed. Yeah. Um, EJ Liddell has to play better than he did yesterday. He shot 3 of 16 yesterday. Dwayne Washington was unconscious, though. Yeah, he um, was. He, how that guy made 13 shooter, all conference. Yeah, he's a great didn't player. Didn't look like it this weekend. Um, give me Ohio State. Your boys, Illinois, against Dres- the Dreskel- Drexel Dragons. <laughs> um, I did a little scouting on a Drexel. I haven't watched them, but I just checked their stats. Um, Illinois could struggle against big guys that can shoot because Kofi Coburn is not real adept at guarding a big guy that can shoot. Drexel doesn't really have one. Their main big guy has only shot five threes this year. He's made four of them, which kind of scares me. But the fact he doesn't shoot that many um, should help. Um, Drexel went four and five in the CAA. This game shouldn't be close, uh, so give me Illinois by 25. If I'm Drexel, I'm just checking up threes all as day long. As many as possible. You're not going to score down low. Now, last time Illinois was a one seed, no five. Weren't they up only one and a half yeah. on Austin P to um, Fairleigh Dickinson. Oh, I, I thought believe. it was Austin P. Okay. Might have been Austin P. They lost Austin. Nah, you P. would know. You would know. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Fairleigh Dickinson in Indianapolis. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, give me Illinois. Oh yeah, I think Illinois runs away with this pretty easily. Maybe J Man sweats for half of the first half, but that's it. I'll be on edge. Trust me. They'll they'll be up 27 against Drexel, and I'll be on the edge of my seat. 
Uh, 8-9 game, Loyola Chicago, Sister Jean and company. Uh, they were the darlings of the 2018 March Madness. And Georgia Tech, who got hot in ACC tournament. Of course, it helped that they didn't have to play against Virginia. Josh Pastor and company got them in. Yeah. Um, the committee could not help themselves by putting Loyola as the 8 or 9 in uh, the Illinois side of the bracket. That just made sense. I thought that's what it was going to be the entire time. I hated it when I saw it. Um Georgia Tech like leads the nation in steals. ACC Player of the Year, um, and they have the ACC Player of the Year. I don't remember his name. I don't either. Uh, Loyola Chicago, great defense, suffocating defense, smart, well coached. Porter Moser, um, give me Loyola. In a close I agree. One. I agree with everything you said. Number five, Tennessee against another team that wouldn't have gotten in the tournament unless they won their conference tournament. That's the 12 seed Oregon State Beavers. Tennessee was a little bit of a disappointment coming in, ranked pretty high. Uh, still ended up getting a five seed, so that's a really good season. Um, give me the balls. Yeah, Rick Barnes, he's got to a Final Four before with Texas. He's an experienced NCAA mm-hmm. tournament coach. Uh, I like them over the Beavers. Oklahoma State, one of the most exciting players in the nation, Cunningham plays for them. Against 13 seed Liberty. Liberty's a scary little team. They're they play a lot good, like Virginia does. Good Liberty team. Um Again, committee couldn't help themselves putting Oklahoma State in the same bracket as Brad Underwood. Um, I didn't even I didn't even yeah, put two and two together. Yeah, um, Oklahoma State's rolling right now. They have the second most quad one wins in the country behind Illinois. Uh, give me Oklahoma State. Cade Cunningham, too much. I agree. Six seeded uh, San Diego State against eleven seed Syracuse. Bayheim gets in again. Bayheim sneaks in. Uh, they got to stop living on the bubble though. Um, Come tourney time, the zone is really hard to figure out for teams, especially on short notice. So if Syracuse wins this one, which I am picking Syracuse to beat San Diego State, it could be a tough matchup for a team like West Virginia uh, in the next round. I'm taking Syracuse as well. I mean, we saw them as a Tennessee go to the Final Four Mm -hmm. back in 2016, I believe it was. So I'm not saying they're going to do that, but it wouldn't shock me to win for them to win one game. Uh, Huggy Bear and company, West Virginia against 14 seeded Moorhead State. Give me West Virginia. They had uh, their big guy transfer out, uh, Oscar Shashibwe, I think his name is. Um, but they've gotten better at, since he left. So uh, give me West Virginia in that one. Country Roads, take me home. Taking the Mountaineers. They always do take you home. Good matchup here. Seven seed of Clemson, ten seed Rutgers, making their first NCAA tournament since before we were born, 1991. Would have been interesting if they would have lost Indiana. They might have been one of the last teams in. They ended up beating Indiana on Thursday night. Uh, this is a pick 'em game, and I'm picking Rutgers. I'm taking Rutgers as well. I think that's just a little bit of the Big Ten fan in me. Yeah. But I think all of these Big Ten team mat- Big Ten teams are going to be scary matchups for non Big Ten opponents, right. like Rutgers. They got talent. Um, I mean Baker and Harper. This might unleash the beast and those, mm-hmm. those two. So especially Rutgers. with Rutgers having the talent to be like a top fifteen team, and sure. they're kind of disappointing a little bit this year. Good old Kelvin Sampson and his Houston Cougars go against the Cleveland State Vikings. Kelvin's going to be coaching that game in Assembly Hall Friday night. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, give me Houston. Cleveland State's good, though. I watched them in the uh, – are they in the Horizon League still? I think they're in the Horizon League. I think League. they That's are. still thing. Um, in the Horizon League Championship, really good team. Uh, give me Houston, though. I remember when Cleveland State knocked off uh, Ohio State back in 2009. But I don't think it happens here. Houston's too good. Give me Houston. We have a uh, fan question from Ray Davis. He said, what are your thoughts on the Big Ten teams that get to play in Mackey? Do you think uh, they should not have that advantage? 
It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I thought at least one would play in Mackey. I was surprised when there was four or five oh, yeah. of them, whatever the number it is. Um, I almost think both Illinois and Michigan should have been allowed to play there. I agree. Uh, kind of give some – and they, they let Michigan, but kind of give them a, a break for being a one seed. I mean, um, or at least Illinois should have been back in Lucas Oil or something. Um, I just feel like since you can't keep the one seeds at a close proximity at home this year – um, that could have made sense, but I, I don't see anything wrong with it, I guess. Mm. Um, I mean, it's just it's basketball. I don't yeah. think playing in an arena that they've played at a bunch is really that big of a deal. Um, it obviously would be a huge deal if there were 15,000 Purdue fans screaming against Michigan State. Sure. That would be the deal, but I don't think because, I mean, as they did in Hoosiers, the basket's the same height yeah, and everything, right. so I don't think it gives them that much of an advantage if any at all really well the real the interesting thing is they got a longer bus ride to there yeah. in bloomington whereas the other indianapolis uh-huh. people there's they're not far bus trips at all yeah, to get to the arenas fair. so yeah good question though that is a good question going back up to the west region we got we both have gonzaga i have missouri you have oklahoma i have oklahoma uh give me the zags uh yep Oklahoma was another team. They got up to about 10th in the country, 8th in the country, and really struggled down the stretch. Missouri, too. Um, they had some injury issues. Their best player uh, got hurt. I think he's back now, but uh, give me the Zags. I agree. I just think Gonzaga's too good to trip up here. Uh, we both have Creighton against Virginia. I picked Creighton, but uh, this was before I really started to think about their issues with their head coach. Um, but I'm still Dickin with Creighton. It'll be interesting to see if they make a change at the end of the year, though, Creighton. Could. Definitely could. I'm going with Virginia in this one. But Virginia, the more I think about it, it makes me nervous with this COVID situation and the lack of practice they're going to have. Sure. But I think Tony Bennett and the squads wants to go out there and prove something. Mm. So, Virginia. USC and Kansas. Again, COVID issues that I did not take into account when I was filling out my bracket. And um, I have Kansas here, but I'm switching it to USC right now. Uh, give me the Trojans. I'm taking Kansas still, but I'm right there with you. I mean, the COVID issues definitely are bothering me when, when I'm looking at these picks, but I still think Kansas is the better team. And I just can't think of the Kansas team not making at least Sweet 16. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. That's fair. Oregon and Iowa. Iowa's been playing pretty well. It's not well. a Rose Bowl matchup. Yeah, Iowa's been playing pretty well at the end of the year. Um, they did not play well against Indiana. I didn't think they played that well against or against Illinois. I mean, they, did, they didn't play well against right. Indiana. They twice. didn't play against well against Indiana either. They lost to them twice. Uh, I didn't think they played that well against Wisconsin either. Wisconsin just could not score at all um, down the stretch in that game. Um, Joe Wieskamp, he'll have a week off to kind of heal his ankle uh, by the time they play Grand Canyon. Uh, I don't think C.J. Frederick's right yet either. No. Um, but with that said, I'm taking Iowa regardless. Hey, give me the Hawks. Fran McCaffrey today got a contract extension through 2027 to 2028. I love to hate that guy. Yeah, he is fun to root against. Um, give me the Hawks. I just think they're a little better than, than uh, Oregon this year. Michigan against St. Bonaventure. I have Michigan against LSU. Um, oh, that's right. Give me Michigan in a real close one. Exact same. I think Michigan, man, I mean, five points or less against the Bonnies. I agree. I just think Michigan might slip up, Mm -hmm. but take the Wolverines there. Then uh, I got Georgetown against Florida State. You have Colorado Colorado. against Florida State. 
Give me Florida State. Uh, they're going to be my bugaboo this year. I'm telling you, um, they'll probably be put out in the round of 32. Every year, my bracket will be every single year. I tell myself I'm not yep. going to pick Hamilton and Florida State, and I have them going every, deep every, every year. single year. It feels like they have a good draw, and they never win. Yep, give me Florida I'm, State. I'm gonna, though. I'm gonna do it again. I'm <laughs> Florida State. I have BYU against Texas. You have Michigan State mm-hmm. against Texas. Texas looked real well in the Big 12 tourney, beating um, Oklahoma State. Uh, was that Saturday? I think it was Saturday. Um, Texas is a hot team right now. They were a little disappointing uh, there in the middle of January. Kind of like Illinois, but then they got hot. Uh, give me Texas. I still can't use it, get used to seeing Shaka Smart with hair. With hair, it's yeah. still weird to me. Uh, give me Texas over uh, BYU over the Cougars. This is on the topic of hair, but have you watched any Kansas State games this year with Bruce Weber? His hair is just, its it looks like a fro. It's impressive. He's got Good a beard. Bruce. Yeah. He's got a beard? It sure looked like oh, it when I was watching. I, I haven't watched Kansas State at all, so. They're not good, and I'm yeah. sure he's going to be fired. But. Yep. Then we both got, uh, oh, no, you have Maryland against Maryland. Bama. I got UConn against Bama. I don't think it matters who they play. Give me Bama. Oh, I want to pull the trigger on UConn, but I just won't let myself. Yeah. I really want to, but I'm going to pick Alabama. I did see one analyst. I forget who it was. Had UConn in the Final Four. Yeah. I'm taking Bama. Whatever happened to Kevin Ollie? Won a title Won and a then title got, and got fired. Um, I will say before we get to the South bracket, um, here's a few other interesting stats. 33 of the last 35 tournaments, we've seen 12 straight double-digit seeds move on to Sweet 16. Wow. So, well, in 33 of the last 35, and in 12 straight, I should say, since 1985. Uh, the one seeds that have made it to the final four, uh, none has happened twice. One f- of the four seeds has happened 15 times, two 13 times, three four times, and all four just once. Just once. I remember that was just a few years ago, I believe. The number five seed is the only seed from one through eight to still never have a national champion. Wow. Indiana and Butler both made the championship as a five, a five. and so did Florida back in 2000, hmm. but all three lost. Interesting presentation. Baylor against North Carolina. Give me Baylor. Just think they're too good. I Jared agree. Butler, fantastic guard. Winthrop against Purdue. Man, I had Winthrop here yesterday, but I switched it to Purdue. I just think Travion's going to be too much for him. I hope you're right. If uh, <laughs> Purdue can do it, that would be four straight Crazy. sweet 16s for, for Purdue. But Matt Painter needs fired. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Those, yeah. Yep. Uh, Texas Tech and Arkansas. Who are you taking? I'm not sure. I assume you're I taking said Purdue. Purdue. Oh, I wrote did. it down. Yeah. Sorry if I didn't say it. I just, yeah, thought it was kind of. Arkansas honest. scores a ton of points. Texas Tech plays great defense. Give me defense. Defense wins the championships. As cliche as it sounds. You're taking Tech? Give me Tech. I'm going Texas Tech as well. I can see that going either way. I like Copy the way both cat. these teams, both these teams, uh, <laughs> play but give, give me the red raiders florida and ohio state it's not have, the fiesta ball here folks i have virginia tech ohio state not the fiesta ball as well oh, that's right um give me ohio state i'm going with the buckeyes as well um i, just, I think they're clicking i mean I, I i really bad talked them the last few weeks they proved me wrong yep. the last week so illinois against loyola chicago i hate this matchup I mean, it um, should scare you. I mean, it'd absolutely. be weird if it didn't. Um, it, really, any game outside of the round of 64 well, you should, is You're a one seed. you got the target on your back. Yes, and I think Illinois embraces that, but still, you can't let your guard down at all because they've kind of done it this they year. They can't get in a position. Northwestern. 
like they did yesterday with Kofi four Nebraska. fouls and, 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 right. and um, what's I his will face say, fouling out. Georgie, uh, which Georgie yeah. won him that game. He was, <laughs> he was, he was the MVP. He, was, he uh, yeah, went spark on a plug. 9-0 run himself. Um, give me Illinois in a really, really close one. I, I mean, Loyola doesn't match up athletically at all. Um, and they don't. And they do have some size. Cameron Crutwig is a really good big guy, but I don't think he can handle Kofi. At least you won't have fifteen thousand rooting against you. That's a good point. That helps a lot. I don't know. They haven't announced where the second round games are going to be played yet, so no. we don't know. And Illinois should have maybe the most. They might following have the most fans at games anybody, just because they've been so hungry. It's for this. still going to be. I mean, I, I do love the fans being there. Then it sounds a lot better than none. It but does. It, it's still going to be weird just not yeah. hearing those huge, huge it, roars. It sounded like a full crowd yesterday. I thought that's just because we're so used to nothing. So used to nothing. Yes, I agree. Because that was like eight thousand. <laughs> I know, and seventy thousand. It, it echoes big time yeah. in, in Lucas Oil. So who are you taking? I'm taking line A by seven. That's good. Probably 67-60, something like that. Tennessee, Oklahoma State. Give me Oklahoma State. Sets up a really good matchup with uh, Illinois, two of the best players in college basketball, and Io DeSumo and Cade Cunningham. The NCAA made this region like the orange region. Illinois, Tennessee, Oklahoma State, Syracuse. Syracuse. Um, I'm going Oklahoma State as well. Clemson. Did you say Clemson? Clemson? No, I didn't. Uh, Syracuse and West Virginia. Country roads are taking me home. Give me West Virginia. We're agreeing a lot. Another interesting little storyline is if Illinois and West Virginia play in the Elite Eight, um, Brad Underwood is a Bob Huggins disciple, was on his staff for a long interesting time. Interesting tidbit so, there. Yeah. yeah, I broke that stat I just shared about double-digit seeds. I'm not going to have a double-digit seed in the Sweet 16 because I'm having Houston over Rutgers. I'm having Rutgers over Houston. This will be the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week. There will be at least one double-digit seed that gets to Sweet 16. Um, I think Syracuse and Rutgers are probably the two most likely. Winthrop is like one that could also do it. Michigan State as well could also very oh, don't, easily don't even get to up. the Sweet 16. It makes me sick saying it. Uh, um, if they win two of their first two games, they're going to 5-4. Book it. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Uh, J-Man's Book Prediction of the Week brought to you by Ohio State Buckeye fan and Indiana Farm Bureau insurance agent Travis Watchering. For life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance, contact Travis at 219-869-4561. Travis.watchering at infb.com is his email. You can buy insurance in Ohio, and Tanner owes him a crispy chicken sandwich. I do. Spicy chicken from Wendy's. We bet on the Ohio State-Purdue game, and I was – Feeling pretty good going to overtime. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I have beat him in one of those bets before, though, so let's pay back in. He's also doing a bracket challenge. If I was just going to gonna say that. Yep, if you want to get into a bracket challenge, get a hold of Travis. He'll give you the details. It's always fun to get into that. And guarantee he has Ohio State coming out south. <laughs> um, let's go back up to the west. We're Sweet 16 matchups now. Gonzaga versus Virginia. I have Gonzaga. Creighton. Uh, uh, I keep forgetting. That's okay. Give me the Zags. Give me the Zags as well. I mean, they're the number one overall seed for a reason, in my opinion. They're just too good. They knock off the defending champs. Kansas and Iowa. I have USC and Iowa. (laughs) Uh, Give me Iowa. Uh, I don't like seeing them in the Elite Eight, but I just think they get there this year. Um, I almost said Frank Garza. That's Luca's dad. Luca Garza. um, Tough matchup in an NCAA tourney, especially for teams that have never played him. It's it's been nice. Uh, Kofi Coburn's played him a bunch now that he knows how to kind of keep him under control. But teams like 
Obviously, Grand Canyon won't be able to stop him. I don't think Oregon or VCU will be able to stop him. Don't think USC or Kansas will be able to stop him. So I got Iowa as well. Um, I mean, Iowa, they haven't won the Big Ten, uh, Big Ten Championship since 1979. They haven't been in the Sweet 16 since 1999. Wow. Isn't that amazing? I mean, they've had some good they've teams. They've had some good teams. They almost came back and won against Tennessee a few years ago. Yep. In the round of 32. Would have played Purdue Would've in played the Sweet Purdue. 16. Yeah. And I think Iowa was the 10 that year, if I remember correctly. Remember when they were a 3 and got beat by Northwestern State. Yep. My uh, mom's side of the family, huge Iowa fans. That was the first game on that Thursday. Ruined my uncle's weekend. He was just talking about it the other day uh, when I was talking to him. said, couldn't watch another second of the NCAA tournament. I've been right there before. Yeah. Yep. Uh, down in the east bracket, uh, I think we both have this matchup, Michigan-Florida State. We do. Man, give me Florida State. I hate it. I'm the same way. I hate it. I hate I'm it. I'm already hating it. It's the it. worst. Uh, I just want to go on record <laughs> saying if they don't get there, I've never picked them again. But I've, I've said that. I swear I've said that. Yeah. I've picked them to win a national title one year, and they got out of the second round. Leonard Hamilton, come on, man. <laughs> um, I have Texas and Bama. I do, too. Okay. <laughs> uh, give me Texas. I just think they're playing really good basketball right now. Give me Alabama. It's no Alabama. fair to be this good in basketball and football. I hate it. <laughs> Nate Oates in the second year, he's... Yeah, and he will not things. be the new Indiana head coach. No, supposedly he has no interest and in just signed a long contract extension. I think his buyout's 19 mil, which we will get to the Indiana job. Just Maybe. We only have 15 minutes. Left. I know. Uh, Baylor-Purdue we both have in the Sweet 16. I got the Baylor Bears. Uh, too, too experienced yep. uh, for Purdue. Uh, they're they're a very um, good team. And they're a great team as well. So I think they'll hit too many threes for Purdue to yep. hang with. Tra- Travion should be able to get his, but yes. for having young freshman guards against senior Jared Butler and guys like Macy O'Tee, it's going to be real tough to score. Yep. I have Ohio State, Texas Tech. I do too. Give me the Buckeyes. Give me the Red Raiders. I like it. Texas Tech, succeed moving on to set up a Big 12 Elite Eight matchup. Illinois and Oklahoma State. Two of the best players in college basketball, Brad Underwood's uh, former team um, in Oklahoma State. I said last week I'm not picking Illinois to lose the rest of the year. Not doing it. Give me the Illini. I got the Illini as well in a close one. I think a single-digit game. I agree. Oklahoma State. Man, my heart might explode. (laughs) 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 Going to have to wheel me out on a stretch or I'm going to be watching on my phone. West Virginia. I got West Virginia and Houston. I have West Virginia and Rutgers. Uh, Give me the Mountaineers. I thought you were pulling the straight on the Rutgers. Go to the Elite Eight. (laughs) Man, I hope so. Unless Illinois doesn't get there, then I want Rutgers to lose if, the first If Rutgers round. makes a lead eight, Pykel's going to have a statue built for him on campus. He, he probably he already might should. <laughs> uh, give me Sampson and the Cougars. See, that's the break Illinois got in this region is having Houston as the number two. Yep. But we both have uh, Zaga and uh, Iowa, I believe. Give me the Zags going to the Final Four. Gonzaga blew out Iowa earlier in the year in South Dakota. Uh, that's right. I yeah, forgot about that. Give me the Zags. I have Florida State and Alabama. I have Florida State, Texas. I'm taking Florida State. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I've done it before. I've been burned. I, I hate this pick anyways, but I'm taking Alabama. I'm not doing it, Leonard. I'm not doing it. Not this year. Baylor, Ohio State. I got Baylor and Texas Tech. Give me the Baylor Bears. Give me Baylor Bears as well. Uh, this team's set up to win a national title. Illinois, West Virginia. I got Illinois, Houston. Yeah, now I'm doing it now. Uh, give, give me Illinois. I'm not picking against them. I don't want to do this, 
I'm not going to be right. But if you remember in my bold predictions, I said two non-Power 5 teams gotta were making it, the Final Fours. I got to take Houston, gotta and I hate it. it but I'm it's trying okay. to get my bold predictions going. I hate how many people are picking Illinois in their Final Four. All four of the ESPN yeah. guys picked Illinois in their Final Four, two of them in the National Championship. <laughs> None of them had them winning the National Championship, well, but I hate that. Gonzaga, Illinois is the most popular National Championship. Yeah, I pick, hate it. So. I wish they'd fly in under the radar. But I guess you can't when you're a one seed. No. Which sucks. Um, I have Baylor, Illinois. You have Baylor, Houston. Give me the Baylor Bears going to the championship. I'm taking Illinois, as I said. Uh, and I, we both have, or I have Gonzaga, Florida State. You have Gonzaga, Alabama. Give me Gonzaga. Give me Gonzaga as well. National championship. Gonzaga, Baylor. Gonzaga, Illinois. I got the Zags um, breaking the Indiana undefeated, being the last undefeated team. I got Gonzaga. Score. 79-70. I picked Illinois 87. I'll even write that down. 79 70. I said it last week. I said it two weeks ago. I was not going to pick against Illinois the rest of the year. I wouldn't if I were you. Here we are. I'll do the exact same thing. My bracket's probably. And I really don't like picking Busted by Sunday. But I'm trying to keep my bold predictions up there. I made them for a reason, just like I got to remember to make the White Sox in the ALCS. Go ahead. I do not care. Uh, Right before we move on, real quick. I went back and listened to our Big Ten predictions. I wanted to see where we had them all finishing and how close we were. You had Illinois winning the Big Ten. They nailed came, it. Came in second. Nailed it. Sorry, you're close. I nailed it. You had uh, I had Iowa winning the Big Ten. They came in third. I had Illinois second. You had Iowa second. You had Michigan third. Kudos. That was a good one. I was proud of that one early. I had Wisconsin third. They finished sixth. We both had Sparty fourth. They were ninth. We both had Rutgers fifth. They were seventh. You hit the nail on the head with Wisconsin at six. I had Indiana at six. They were at tenth. We both had Ohio State at seven. They were fifth. You had Indiana at eight, so you had them closer than I did. I had Michigan at eight, whiff there. We both had Purdue at nine. We both whiffed there. They were fourth. We both had Maryland at ten. They were eighth. It's not too bad. Um, Minnesota, we both had eleventh. They were twelfth. I had uh, Northwestern 12th. They finished 13th. You had Penn State 12th. They finished 11th. We both had Nebraska at 13th. They finished 14th. You had Northwestern 14th, and I had Penn State 14th. Yeah, they were a little better. They were hired 11th. New, hired a new coach today, supposedly. Michael Shrewsbury. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Purdue's assistant coach, which he was assistant under Brad Stevens at Butler, then went to Purdue, then followed Brad to the Celtics, mm-hmm. came back to Purdue wanting to be a head coach. So good for him. That's a big time. Uh, yeah. First-time coaching job. I think he'll do a good job there. I do, too. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, or a craft beer or handcrafted cocktail, the Dam Landing is the place to be. The Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitow. It focuses on freshness and quality. The Dam Smoke is here every single weekend. It will feature barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors. Um, I mean, I tried to memorize it and I couldn't do it. Mm. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manitou on their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. This episode's also also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. It is a brand focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer. Built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available in the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find them at circle15golf.com. 
com. And I don't have them down here with me this week because I put in my golf bag because my golf bag is going to be going in the trunk of my car here soon because uh, the golf course here in Rochester is finally open. They're everywhere else around the area, it's, their courses have been open for a week or so. But, uh, of course, it opens up today and it's like 30 degrees outside. So I'm not playing today, but hopefully it gets warm enough this week I can go get a little practice in and break in my Genesis glove. Yes, sir. Ready to be educated real quick? Yes, I am. In 1869, the Cincinnati Red Stockings, now known as the Cincinnati Reds, Cincinnati. became the first professional baseball team. 1869. 1869. Haven't won Jack since. They have, but insane. not in a while. 1912, pitcher Cy Young retires from baseball with 511 wins. You know you're good when you have an award named after yourself. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Okay, a bunch of cricket. You still need to look up the rules of that game. I do. Um, One job. I screwed up. A lot of LPGA. 1962, Wilt Chamberlain is the first to score 4,000 points in an NBA season. He broke all the scoring records to begin with. Pretty good. Um, we're in the 80s and not a whole lot. <laughs> in 1988, on this day, the St. Louis Car- NFL St. Louis Cardinals hmm. officially moved to Phoenix. Yeah, I knew that happened in the 80s, but I would have guessed it was earlier in 88. Yeah. Um... A lot of Big East tournaments, yeah. a lot of ACC tournaments. That's it. That's all I got this week. It was a pathetic week for On This Day. I apologize. It's all right. And the On This Day is brought to you by, like it is every week, Proforma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience of promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print promotional company and give them a call today at 574-210-3815. I have some word association here real quick, T-Dog, Looking before forward to we this. Uh, sign off. All of uh, national champion college basketball national championship MOPs the past few years. Ooh. I have 15 of them, starting with Kyle Guy. Clutch. Yeah. Hair would have been one. Yeah, man bun. Uh, Ryan Archie Diacono. Tough name to pronounce. <laughs> Unselfish. He's the one that shoveled it to Chris Jenkins yep. to shoot the shot. Shabazz Napier. Flashy. I, I forgot about him completely. Man, that team was a seven, weren't they? And they went to the national championship yep. and won. Uh, Anthony Davis. Beast. I mean, he was just stupid in college. Still is. Was he a better college player than Zion? I think so. I agree. Kemba Walker. Crossover. Mm-hmm. Step back. I should have said step back. Against Pittsburgh and the Big East. Gary McGee went falling down. Kyle Singler. <laughs> Annoying. Yeah. Mario Chalmers. Uh, another, I want to say clutch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say clutch again. I'm going to try not to use that word again, though. We mentioned him earlier in the show. Joakim Noah. Um. Irritating, like yeah. just—I mean, he was that good. He was just—he wanted to punch him. He was he one of on those guys. It's cliche that you love him if he's on your team, yep. you hate him if he's not. Yep. Um, Sean May, I got a few choice words on this one. Big Bruiser. Mecca Okafor. Probably haven't heard that name in a while. Oh man. <laughs> uh, NCAA March Madness cover athlete. There you go. <laughs> Carmelo. Diaper Dandy. 
He was uh, one of he, the best. He was kind of the seen. first kind of one and done type of player. And he was good. He was amazing at Syracuse. Shane Battier. Sharpshooter. Mateen Cleaves. Smiling. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to keep a PG because <laughs> he's a criminal, but he, yeah. remember, he smiles and dances. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Hamilton. Face mask. Oh, rip, Hamilton. He started wearing the face mask when he was in college? No, on Pistons, but say. that's the first thing that comes to my mind. So I don't remember him from college. Too I don't young. either. Keith Smart. You don't remember this guy either from college, but we know of him. Ugh. <laughs> yep. Ugh. That's perfect. That's all I got. I've seen that the, highlight uh, way too many times. The word association. And the word association segment is brought to you by Rhett Lee, attorney at law. Rhett Lee and the law office of Andrew Akee are located at 206 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rep provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, call them today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221. I think I have one of the birdie bogeys correct. I can't think of the other one, though. And the birdie bogey, once again, is... Brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC. And the birdie bogey question for everybody who might have missed it at the top of the podcast. Uh, Rick Patino is the third coach to take five programs to the NCAA tournament. Who are the other two coaches? Long Kruger. Long Kruger is one. He was at uh, Illinois, Florida, Oklahoma, um, UNLV, and I don't know where he was. Kansas before. State was his first Kansas one. Kansas State, okay. Um... There's one guy that popped into my head, but I think he's only done it four times or at four different schools. Oh, is this guy still active? Yes. Is he in the NCAA tournament? You're asking a lot of questions. <laughs> um, shoot. Uh, Tubby Smith. Give yourself a birdie, J-Man. Really? Yes. Yes, Tubby did it. I, Tulsa, man. Georgia, Kentucky, Minnesota, Texas Tech, and High Point. He did it at High Point, huh? I wrote that down. Now I'm thinking he didn't do it at High Point. I, I think he got him there. Did he get him there two years ago or no? I don't know. I'll look it up, though. Maybe he was going to get him there last year, and then they didn't go. I think I'm wrong. But anyways, he got Tulsa, Georgia, Kentucky, Minnesota, and Texas Tech. Can you name the five Patino got? Um, Providence. Yep. Kentucky, yep. Louisville, yep. Iona. Yep. Missing his first one. Uh, he was at somewhere before Providence. Marshall. Boston. Boston University. Yeah. He's also with the Celtics. He did not do it at High Point okay. or Memphis, but he has five anyway. Yeah, I knew he was at Memphis. He was only there two years. Yeah. Kind of got a raw deal. He went nine and twenty-three last year at High Point, nine and fifteen nah, this year. I don't know where I got. Maybe, maybe I just wrote down where he was now. And yeah, eh. yeah. I couldn't. I I didn't know he was at Georgia. Kruger was the first one that popped into my head. Tubby was also right there. Eddie Sutton was close. You got really, four. I wouldn't even thought of Eddie Sutton. Yeah, four. So, wrap us up for episode two twenty-six. There, J Man. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. It's March Madness. Tanner's taking Friday off to watch the games. I'm taking Friday off to watch the games. We'll have a lot of fun live tweeting it. Unless Illinois loses the third game on uh, Friday, then you won't hear from me much until like June. So hopefully I survive. Oh, I'll be looking for a new co-host. <laughs> Thanks for watching, though. Buy some merch. Buy some merch. 
promo code MADNESS. All caps, MADNESS. 20% off select items till April 6th. Get some stuff. We will be back at it next Monday to talk about Illinois' loss to Drexel. Hope you have a nice week, everybody. See you later.